You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals podcast. Every time an independent, a truly independent source goes into the Portland Police Bureau, we find chaos. Just one of the people like just told to my managers who like had fired me, they were like, yeah, did you see Tevin's video was on Complex? And he was like, man, dog, they sick, man. That moment, I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna sit here in the middle of this aisle in Target and talk to her and break down what is going on and why she believes that these white Barbie dolls are more valuable or should come home with us over these brown and black Barbie dolls. I think that what we're forgetting is that racism is a very lucrative project. Mm-hmm. As long as you can keep a whole bunch of people down because you miseducated the whole population. Then you can make money off those people. So what is the gospel? What is the pure unadulterated yes, gospel? Yes, yes, and that is what I live by. Because the moment this changes is the moment I'm leaving Christianity. Okay. The pure, unadulterated gospel, and I can say it in one sentence, but I'll elaborate, is love God and do whatever the fuck you want. Peace and blessings, everyone. Welcome back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where economic elevation and spiritual cultivation converge, and we unapologetically discuss our worldview. I am unconditioned and unlimited. I am indivisible duality. I'm your host, Emmanuel Williams. Greetings. You are listening to episode 185. This conversation is being recorded at the GMP Podcast Studios on East 24th and Burnside in Portland, Oregon, on Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. One announcement before we get started. Yep. Same message as last week. You are not human. You are a divine being. You are not an evolved ape. You are a divine being. If Jesus was half man, half God, and gets credited as God, if the creator said, let us make man in our image, what was the book trying to tell you about yourself? That the pastor was hiding from you. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. One, one other message. We are perfect. We're not flawless, but we're perfect. We are complete, but we're not flawless. Do with that what you will. Let's move forward. Uh, I have an amazing guest with me today, a man of many talents. He's a son, a brother, an entrepreneur, an artist, cryptocurrency expert, creator of the Passive Income Network. We have none other than Christopher Williams, a.k.a. C. Will. Welcome to the pod, bro. Oh, man. Thank you, Emmanuel. Thank you, man. I'm happy to be here. It's been hey, a man. long time coming. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is dope. Yo, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're here, bro. We got a lot to talk about. Um, We ran into each other probably, I think it was like last year when we ran into each other. Just yeah. randomly. I was like, hey, bro, I got to get you on the show. And so a year later, here we are. Yes. You know what I mean? It was it was meant to be. And with you, bro, this, this conversation, like I've been needing to have this conversation for so long. And I feel like the black community needs this because when it comes to financial things, you know what I mean? Just financial yep. literacy in, in general, that is not something that we have had extensively in our community. No, we're having it a lot more, right? We got um, folks like uh, earn your leisure. Yep. Shout Market out to Mondays. Yep. Yeah. All of them. Ian like Dunlap. Yep. Trapper. All know, of a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole team, that whole squad, like they're doing, they're doing a great service to the community uh, while building their business and Facts. going global. Um, but for someone like yourself, bro, like you are, you are in the crypto industry, you're doing it. You have the passive income network. 
Uh, I can't wait to dig in and ask oh, yeah. all these questions, bro. Like <laughs> I'm doing it for the people, you know, oh, it's, it's for y'all, yeah. but it's also for me too, man. Like I, I need this information. So um, before we get into it, just tell folks a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, and yep. what's a typical day in the life of Seawill. Okay, for yes, sure. Sir. All right, y'all. So um, thanks for tapping in again. Um, Already. So Seawill, I'm a, actually a Portland native, you know, local. Right. Shout out to Benson. You know, if hey. you went to Benson, tap hey. in with yeah, me. Yeah, all my tech men. Yeah, Stand so up. shout out to the tech men. But yeah, I'm a, a local, and so essentially – what I do is uh, I have Passive Income Networks, my YouTube channel, my brand, and my business. And I teach financial literacy with a focus on cryptocurrency, pretty much. And then what I do is I facilitate people's learning about blockchain technology, what crypto is. I create uh, tutorials of how to use the technology. I um, interview uh, different startup founders, CEOs, uh, venture capitalists. Uh, anybody that's in the financial world, even real estate people, they hop on my channel, they break down the products that they have, the services and the education things that they're, you know, building. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do uh, overall with my YouTube channel. And then I'm also an Algorand uh, blockchain ambassador. So I basically, it's like a rapper. I kind of signed a deal with a blockchain. You know okay. I mean? That's okay. A, the best way I like to explain it. Hey, that's a, that's a, that's a dope little way of explaining it. I never understood like that that whole get up. So that's, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. So I, okay. I, you know, I was thinking like master P like shout out to master P one of my favorite people uh -huh. too, but you know, tech companies pay too. You know what I mean? I'll just that's say that. Fact. So that's tech companies, they, they everywhere. Yeah. Um, so with a day in the life, I also, um, you know, my, my trading background is in media. Mm -hmm. So again, shout out to Benson. I was a communications major. Uh, oh, so you was in the, uh, in the radio. Not radio. Oh, okay. I did the photo, video, web design. Oh, okay, okay. So right, I right. still, for myself, I still do my own photos, my own videos, my own web design. I also work for a media company mm -hmm. um, where I, I'm a producer there and mm -hmm. do things like that. So my whole background base is media, technology. I still got rap bars. You yeah. Know? So I, I do all of these different things, but I marry everything together, right? Right, as you should. Yeah, so yeah. I, I make music about crypto and financial literacy. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can definitely tap in with me on Spotify, mm. go to my YouTube channel. All of that is on there, but that's overall. Go ahead and I'm drop doing. that. I asked that at the end, but go ahead and drop that now. All oh, yeah. yeah. It's C-Will. Yeah, C-Will PDX. So S-E-A-W-I-L-L-P-D-X for Portland. Right. right? So, and honestly, you know, I got a global platform, mm -hmm. right? Um, weekly, daily, I'm talking to someone that's in Australia. We're talking to people in China. We're talking to people in Europe, Africa, Nigeria, Word. like literally everywhere. The the company I'm working with that, you know, that uh, Algorand blockchain, they're, mm -hmm. they're a two-part thing. They're out of Boston and mm. uh, out of Singapore. And I deal with the foundation out of Singapore. Mm. So those are my regular folks over there. That's hard. Yeah. And then just had a guy on, uh, shout out to Simon Lee, that podcast will be dropping, but he out of Singapore, he worked for Goldman Sachs, you know, like that type of stuff. So I'm, what I'm doing is I'm associating myself with the biggest money on the planet. Right. So that way I can have a better understanding and then bring it back to the community so we oh. can make bigger flips as a, as when a you people. say you got signed by a tech company, <laughs> like that, that sounds enticing, bro. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. That's yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's the best. Way so, to so would it. you call yourself? Because, like, when we get into the crypto stuff, yep. there's these the, the maxis, the maximalists. Would I'm you, not a maxi. No. Okay. No. Okay. So, like this, how I, I, I like I said, I facilitate crypto education or blockchain education, mm -hmm. but I pick a particular blockchain. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Algorand. Word. And it's we'll talk about it more, but many reasons why. But 
the the overall the information that I do teach on the channel is to get you educated. Right. Where then you can go out there and choose, make your own decision. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever blockchain well, let's, you want. Let, let's get into it, bro. So we're talking about crypto. Yep. Um, when people talk about crypto, it's like, oh, what is crypto? Like, there's so many things, so many different avenues when it comes to crypto. Yep. Um, let's start off with this blockchain technology. What does that mean? What is it? And why is it important as it pertains to crypto? Okay. So blockchain technology is the underlying technology of cryptocurrency, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about Google, Google is an indexing like platform, mm -hmm. right? Information, you can go there, type in what you want to type, and it's going to gather and query all the information, right? And it tracks things. So that's what like blockchain is. It's like also, you know, a combination of like your bank account plus Google. It tracks assets that are on the blockchain and they, you know, which, that what you send. So withdrawals and deposits, it tracks all of that where an asset goes. So it's tracking this information. But each of these assets or information that is tracking, they have ID numbers and digits connected to it. Then this is where the Google part comes in, where you can type in wallet addresses, asset information, and, you know, therefore. But overall, blockchain is like another iteration of the internet, kind of, mm -hmm. right? So it's a something that I think about it. It's like kind of like Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. It's like you need the internet, but Wi-Fi is something that we really don't understand, but we all use it, and that's what's going to happen with blockchain. Mm. But overall, yeah, blockchain is the underlying technology that cryptocurrency is built upon. Right. So if we think crypto, mm -hmm. crypto means cryptographic. Right. OK. Encryption and decryption. Mm. So these are what crypt cryptographers do with math um, and, you know, like codes and hiding like that. Mm -hmm. And then currency is the store value, the medium of exchange. So you got cryptocurrency and then that is built on the blockchain. Blockchain is really what it is like links in the chain. Mm -hmm. So one piece of information is here. It gets stored in the data, but then the next like round of information goes in a chain. So now it's like a chain link where you can then track from day one what happened, the very first transaction, and everything that happened all the way until right now. And why is that important moving oh. forward? Like just for 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 the world. Like why oh is that God. so important? It's the most important thing that's happening right now. Okay. Why? Okay. Uh, it's important because if you look like at the U.S. government, right? We always go, mm. "Where's our taxes going?" <laughs> <laughs> how much right? time you got on that one bro <laughs> yeah. yeah so the blockchain is uh look like something happened here yeah, yeah I, I, I think we good i hope we yep. good. yeah but uh blockchain right this technology is uh let me find where was i at <laughs> uh oh so it's important about the government yep, and all the that. government yeah. right so yeah. the government they, they take our tax money right we don't know where it's going what they spending on we just know it's going to like military and all that type of stuff yeah. what blockchain allows everything to be transparent mm. that's what we don't have in our government is transparency with voting the voting fraud the, all, all that stuff can be on the blockchain uh, oh so, so you saying if there was a if there was an election on the blockchain, we could see the vote. Anybody Every can vote. verify the votes yes, as you can, they come yeah. in. So you can verify, right? Uh, you can have transparency. And you. what blockchain does is allow the people who are unbanked to bank themselves. Mm. So you and, you know, another good uh, point is that it, then you're decentralized. These are some of the main things, right? You're mm -hmm. decentralized. So, so what does that mean, decentralized? Yep. So centralization is our norm, right? We have... Uh, say U.S. Bank. Mm -hmm. U.S. Bank has a decision where they allow us to open a bank account. 
they can then tell us if they want to close our bank account. Mm. If we send a transaction, we actually did not complete that transaction. We're waiting a few days until the bank's uh, banking system completes that transaction. Thanks. So that's how you can have overdraft fees. Mm. You can have uh, what you know clawbacks. They can pull money back from people. They can do all of these things, mm. and you need permission. Blockchain is, you know, the good blockchain you need is permission op- to, it's permissionless. To use your own money. Yes, you need yeah. permission from the centralized systems. Mm. And it deals with fiat currency, which is government-issued money, right? Right, right? They can control how much is printed. They, they basically can control everything with the money. Blockchain allows us to be decentralized, like Bitcoin, for a great example. Like, it's uh, anyone can set up, like, a node or, or like, a server, right, that helps uh, secure the system and verify mm. transactions. Uh, with a, a digital wallet, right, it's a, basically a bank account for yourself, but you don't need to ask anybody to sign up. You just open an account yourself with this open source technology, and then you can interact on whatever you want to interact Bro, with. Bro, can I, can I tell you, thank you for explaining that. Yeah. And when you talk about the, the, the digital wallet. Yeah. Um, honestly, so I, I started, I started really getting into crypto to be honest because of Shiba Inu. <laughs> oh, because <of laughs> it was because it was going crazy, yep, yep. and I was just like, all right. So I started putting money in there, and kind of like the story you was telling me before we started, like I was putting money in there, and like two days later, I was like, oh, that went up by a hundred dollars. All right, yep. let me put up. Oh, that yep. went up by a hundred fifty. Yep. And so I kept putting in money, and then eventually, like I lost a good two hundred. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, After yeah. It got like too hype. I, I was up. Like three fifty, and then I lost basically five fifty, so two hundred overall. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but essentially, I was like, "Yo, crypto is the future." Like I've been skeptical about crypto ever since Bitcoin um, got super popular back in twenty sixteen or whatever, yep. and um, I was just like, "Yeah, nah, this is a this is a scam," you yeah. know, because it was just Bitcoin at that time. Yeah, and then after that, well, it wasn't just Bitcoin. But it was like it was Bitcoin, and there was like Litecoin and a few others, right? Yep. Um, but then like a lot of altcoins started popping up and then, you know, watching earn your leisure and market Mondays and they're giving the numbers of like, well, if you invested in this for the past year, you're up X amount, a hundred percent, this 600%, a thousand percent. I'm like, wait, if if people are really up 600, 700, uh, 1200%, why am I not investing in crypto? Why am I only sticking with stocks and hoping to be up, you know, 20 or 30%, which is not bad. It's nothing. I mean, that's still great. That's still amazing. It's still like. People are getting those types of returns in crypto. Yes. And so, um, like I was telling you, like when I was still doing um, uh, ride share, like on the weekends, I would take half of that money and invest in crypto. And so my crypto portfolio came from that, just taking that excess money um, and then putting it into crypto. And so I started with Shiba Inu. And then that tanked the gateway drug. <laughs> but I was like, okay, well, let me get into what what else, you know, some other things. So I got into uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano, yep. and and uh, Mana. Was it Decentraland? Decentraland. Yep. Okay, yeah, Mana. And so uh, I got into those, and I'm still in those. Um, I'm just going to stick with those for now, but I might have to start getting some Algorand. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I say all that to say, <laughs> yeah. I was in it, but I still didn't know what I was doing. But I I just know I want to be up in this, and I want to be a part of this, and in the next however many years, I want to be able to benefit off of this, like everybody else benefited from it if they got into it in 2016. Facts. Now, when the war happened in uh, when Russia and Ukraine. and Ukraine and people started like that were fleeing, they were going to other countries and they were using their crypto and selling NFTs just to be able to buy food and stay in hotels and all that. Facts. 
And and that's when I understood the value of a crypto wallet. Yeah. This is my currency. This is my money. The bank, but the bank, they were freezing the assets of everybody else in Russia. It was like billionaires stuck yep. on a yacht. They couldn't go nowhere. They, their money was frozen. But if you have a crypto wallet and you're, and you have assets and or currency in there, the government can't stop it. That is your money for real, for real. We, we call that sovereign, mm. sovereign money. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Remember the, the truckers in Canada? Yeah. They all got their accounts frozen. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, you got crypto, yeah. ain't nobody freeze. But, but it's, they it's was works. like, okay, let's send the money to Ukraine. Remember they was doing all the donations. They yeah. accepted that. Yeah. It, it's good money. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sovereign. It's a way for us to, to be, you know, it's what we always wanted, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be independent. I don't want nobody controlling. You know, I'm yeah, tired of all this. Yeah. That's what crypto allows us, right? Yeah. And that comes with risk, too. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm Big saying? Because it's all on you. It's on you. And if you make people, a mistake, you send it to the wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, some people don't want that. But yeah. yes, it's about being sovereign money, mm-hmm. you know, especially in Bitcoin in particular, right? Right, right? Sovereign money. Why? Because you can't say who actually like created it, right? You can't yeah. be like it's a pseudo name, Satoshi Nakamoto, right? Right, right. And that could and you, be are you referring to who created Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Mm-hmm. So and and you know, it's like and this is why I love it too. It's uh immutable, right? Like it can't be changed, the money's not gonna change. There's a cap and a limit, right? They can't just print out more Bitcoin. They can't. Uh, it's already set by 2,140. The last of the 21 million coin will come out around that time. Mm-hmm. By math alone, based on having and all these other things, we could talk right. about more. Sure. But the mudding sovereign, um, you know, like countries like El Salvador has accepted it as legal tender. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 uh, Congo, right, mm-hmm. in the Republic of Congo. Mm-hmm. So different countries are adopting it. And it's, you know, it's turning it more into a digital gold more than people are using it in day-to-day transactions. Right. But I, I figure, like, in the future, if someone's going to buy a house, you could just, hey, send me a Bitcoin, four Bitcoin, I'll take the house. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, that's the type of value Bitcoin has. And the crazy thing is, you can just send it from wallet to wallet. wallet you don't need no realtor. You don't need no, no middle agent. Man. You Nothing. don't need, like, yo, send this to my wallet. As soon as it's in my wallet, I'm signing over the deed. Boom. We good. Yeah. It's a wrap. And then, and then check this out. Like, <laughs> what they say, what's the quickest way to move a million dollars overseas? They said a plane because a plane can go from point A to B in 17, 14 hours, right? So mm-hmm. 14 to 17. Mm-hmm. But no, you'd be like, no, Bitcoin, I'll send it in five minutes. So that's that's real, bro. Yeah, and it's like you can't do that with a bank transfer. You got a five to seven days period to approve. And then if you if you transfer a certain amount, then there's a level of scrutiny that they're gonna have. Oh wait, why are you moving? It? What? Yeah, where did, where did you get this from? Uh, Ryan Coogler, you go to the bank. Let me pull out ten racks. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. go. I don't. You can profile. You might be stealing. Yeah, you know, so yeah. we we tired of all that. Right. If I go home and move my Bitcoin or off my phone, no one can tell me yes or no. That's a fact. Not my wife. Nobody. <laughs> can you can you can you explain the difference between a digital wallet and a ledger, or like or cold the, storage? The wallet, yep, yep. And is there any additional risk for having a digital wallet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for, for one, there's a centralized exchange wallet, right? So uh, Coinbase, Crypto.com, Kraken, whatever oh, yeah, yeah, exchange sure. that you're buying for. FTX. Yeah, yeah, FTX, right? They have built-in digital wallets that you are essentially 
you know, using for them. But like, those aren't yours, though. That, that's why I got to start there. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. not yours. Yeah. They control the wallet, and then, you know, it's like a, a note, like, with money. It's like, hey, this is yours. As until, long as. <laughs> until, right? Sign, hey, read the um, disclaimers right. and stuff. It'll tell you. Yeah. I read those things. Terms and conditions matter. So, so right. a Coinbase or a Crypto.com, yeah. essentially... That's like having your money in the bank. It's your crypto. It's your bank, crypto bank account. Crypto yep. bank account. Okay, yep. Crypto bank account. So then that's a, a centralized wallet. Then the next level is a software wallet, right? Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. a digital wallet where you can go to uh, your app store, Google Play or, or Apple, and then download a trust wallet, download an Algorand wallet mm-hmm. or a pair wallet. You can download a wallet. Right. And then what you do now, here's where it gets, uh, the sovereign comes in. Only way to activate these walls is with private keys, as they call them. Mm-hmm. And private keys are usually like a word, 12 word passphrase yep. or 24, 25 words, right? Mm-hmm. Those words are then only for you right. and they only will get activated once you activate that wallet, right? right? And then that's where you, it's like a social security number. Like you have to really take care of it because. And if you lose that, you're done. You're, you're, like, I know guys that lost their wallet and they, you can't get back in because there's no one to help you. That's the sovereign. And part. that's the downside about being sovereign. Yes. Like you, your own kingdom. That's it. So if you lose your keys, you're locked out forever. Yeah. You lose your key to the house. Right. You can't bust the window to get in. And there it's is no there. locksmith. No locksmith. There is no. Hey, uh, Bank of America. I lost my debit card. No, no send support. Me a new one? There's no, no support. support. Nope. So if you got a million dollars in your digital wallet and you lose that that 12 word password yep you done it's a wrap yep it's a wrap it's so, scary yeah it's scary. so it's about you know so that's one version you got the software excuse mm-hmm. me centralized wallet right with the exchange you got the mm-hmm. software wallet mm-hmm. and uh then the third is what you talk about the ledger it was we call a hardware wallet yeah so that's like i should have brought mine but it's like having a flash drive mm-hmm. but it saves it serves as the same principle as a software wallet Right. You have to have the private keys. It, it, you know, you once you log in, right? Always buy it from the official website. Never just buy it. Mm. Buy it from ledger.com only because people will be scamming. Right, right. right? That's uh I so can imagine. You get the ledger, you activate it with your passphrase, same thing, and then you send your cryptos there. But the the, the difference is you need now two devices, like two factor authentication. Okay. You have your ledger that you have to then type the command on and mm-hmm. then you approve it or vice versa. You prove it on your phone. So okay. you got to have a phone nearby in the ledger mm. at the same time to initiate transactions. See, my, the, the same fear that I had from like moving my stuff off of Coinbase to like I have Exodus and trust. Yep. Right. So moving it to an Exodus or a trust, I have a similar type of uh I don't want to call it fear. Yeah, it's fear. It's a, it's a, it's caution. a level. Yeah. It's a caution. caution. Yeah. I'm caution. very cautious about. All right, I, I got it yeah. digitally, but man, when I move it to the hardware wallet, it just it's another level of I don't know enough. Yep. So you saying you have to have it plugged up in your phone at no. the same time? Yeah. So there's like there's a ledger ledger app. Let me. See. Oh, it's an app. So, so that you got gotta, you got a ledger confirm live. it in the app. And you then. got a ledger live, and you like okay, I'm about to send something, right? Mm-hmm. Then your the ledger is going to say approve or sign the transaction on your ledger. So they're going to talk to each other. Okay. So then you're going to say okay, this is the right address. Cool. You're going to hit the two buttons, and you're going to accept the transaction. And then it's going to initiate. Okay. Right? You could do okay. it from your laptop. You could do it from uh, your computer. But that's what it is. So tell me, tell me this because there's a lot of people saying that's it's important to have cold storage or or is it called cold or cold. hard? Cold hard stor- or cold? Okay, yeah. So 
and that is cold storage that, is essentially yeah yeah so like ahead. having having a physical device and having your crypto sent to the physical device as opposed to having it on your phone yep so beginner me <laughs> yep. i feel like it's safer to have it digital because even if i lose my phone it's always going to be in the app yep. and as long as i have my keys backed up i yep. got mine in the safe Yep. i keep mine in the safe with my guns <laughs> <laughs> yep. you know what i mean yeah. so um and i got it you know backed up other places but you got to right and so um i'm thinking even if i lose my phone i'll still have it digitally but if i lose my cold storage or my hard storage is it gone forever no so the key is that your passphrase that's the key too so so if i take my ledger and i just get rid of it i'm cool and i throw my phone Mm -hmm. i know where my passphrase is at right so then i'll buy a new ledger and then it's going to ask you what's your passphrase you can either start a new account or do you have one you just plug your passphrase in and you write back where you at so it serves in the same principles oh so it's like having a digital storage because remember uh we didn't bring this up, but the blockchain, everything is tracked. It's all on a ledger, and it's in this information because of the decentralization, right? right. So imagine a thousand computers. Mm-hmm. They all share the same information simultaneously. So if half of those computers go down, these 500 are going to keep it up. Yeah. And they're, they're clocking and transacting, and they know what's happening on your ledger, essentially. So you don't actually have to worry about it. But it's like be safe. But it's so it's a level of security. Yes, it's security it's because you security. can't move the money. Like with a software wallet, you steal my phone, get my face right, and I you can open my wallet and, and try to do shit. I got the old one where you gotta have the thumb, so you gotta cut my finger off. Yeah, so but I'm not trying to get yeah, nobody yeah. no ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay so with me because I'm strapped. But. Yeah, you gotta take the face, take the thumb, right? You can mm-hmm. get in there. You know, maybe you might know my other passwords too. But yeah. if Ledger, if I had the Ledger on me, you steal my phone, you you can't do anything because you need this device. So it's like, oh, so, oh, okay, okay. But this is why I tell people though: uh, leave some on an exchange, right? Leave some in a software, and then leave some on a ledger. That's what I do. All right, because so, you want to like, it's kind of like having three bank accounts. Like, if one bank shut down, you got two other bank accounts. I feel you. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So, let's talk about these exchanges because yep. we are in a <laughs> we're in a very uh, interesting time yep. as far as what's been happening with these oh, exchanges. Man. So, um. Once again, I I've always started out with Coinbase. Yep, that's where I, I th- started too. I think everybody. I mean, they were they were it's number one. Yeah, number one. They were marketing the best. They were out the earliest. They were the think, earliest mover, right? Uh-huh. But then there's these other exchanges that the crypto OGs. You're getting more yield. You're getting higher like APR um, um, interest rates on your on your crypto, right? And so yep. there were the OGs that were using uh, Celsius. Uh, exchanges like Voyager um, and then other like Three Arrows Capital was was a huge organ yes. DeFi BlockFi too is one of them BlockFi yeah. and so um, tell tell the folks what has happened what why did these exchanges crumble um, how did why did people or how did people lose all this money and what is the downside of having your money on an exchange okay so it's it's sort of like for those who know about the the 2008-2009 crash, right? What happened was faulty loans and over leverage. Mm. So when you sign up for Celsius, Three Arrows, Voyager, BlockFi, Coinbase, right? In the terms and conditions, it's like a bank. They're telling you, if you sign up, 
And this is why y'all got to read these things. If you sign up, you do not own these. And there's a thing in crypto that says not your keys, not your crypto. If you don't have the sovereign right to to move this, which means your own wallets, it's theirs technically. They they you kind of gave them your money, right? Just like the bank technically, but cuz they're not FDIC insured by the government. So that's the difference. So you send them the money and then they take your money just like with banks and they're going to loan it to to other people. But these guys of crypto are worse. They like, okay, I'm about to go long. The, the movie, if I watch it, watch the big short or something. Oh my God. But I'm about to go long. I'm about to go short. Yeah. So then they'll go up to, and this is literally what Three Arrows did. They was like, okay, cool. We got all these funds. Look, and everybody go, okay, cool. And they go, let me take out a loan from uh, Voyager Digital. Voyager mm-hmm. is like, okay, I'll give you 300 million because you have collateral. Who's the collateral? It's our collateral. Mm. So then they go, I'm about to go do a trade. Let's say Terra Luna. So they make a trade for some Bitcoin. They trade Terra Luna. Terra Luna goes to zero. They have to bring that money back. Mm. They don't have the money. They don't have it. So then they go back and go, I need to file a Title 11, right? I need to go into bankruptcy. Mm. So then you got Sam Bankman Freed. You got other big money go say, well, I'll buy your company. Now I own their debt. Mm. I own what you owe everybody. So that's what they're doing. But essentially it's like they... It's like we think uh, just because they have their hedge funds or their corporation that they know more than we know. And that they're secure. That they're secure. And that they're smart. They not. And they're doing things in your best interest. They're doing things for their own bottom line. So all they did was borrow a whole bunch of money, Mm -hmm. put our money up for collateral. They make bad trades, bad decisions after bad decision. Then they go insolvent. And then since you gave them your money and you signed the contract, they don't actually owe you. They don't have so so they own their VC people. That's who they signed the real deals with. Right. It's and their so, funders. So for instance, um, if I had, you know, um a million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yep. Like Big Boy Crypto. Oh yeah. He did that happened to him. Okay, I'm oh, sure it did. Yep, so all the OGs. He's suing them right now. I, 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 he should. Yep. But who knows if he's gonna you know what I mean? So so <laughs> if I had a million dollars on on let's say uh Voyager, I think maybe more people on Voyager. Is, is more, more yeah, Voyager. Was, yeah. So, so you had a million dollars on Voyager, and they started to go insolvent. So, what ha- well, what happened is, as these other three euros capital was going down, Celsius was going down, BlockFi, they were all kind of failing because of Terra Luna, right? A lot of them, because yeah, because Terra Luna, because Terra Luna was billion, like what 30, 40, 40 billion, about forty five billion that just vanished in one day. literally like a day or two yeah it was yeah, but day, the, three days max but it was the day one was, that first day was that was, was the blood. most red thing i've ever seen it was blood in the yeah. streets 99 percent, it was gone right and so when that fails then it's a house of cards everybody starts from like oh shoot we got all this, this billions that are outstanding and so and then let's say i try to go move my money from the bank or the exchange so i, I try to go to voyager and move my money but Voyager says, up oh, due halt. to turbulent conditions, we are suspending all transfers. Yep. Because so they don't have your money. Because your money isn't there. Nope. Similar to Robinhood, right? Similar oh. to Rob, yeah, but but <laughs> but similar to a bank, right? Yeah. Like if if everybody if there is a extinction level event about to happen and everybody goes to the bank and goes to the ATM and try to take out their money, they they're it. going to run out of money. Everybody's money cannot be taken out at one time, nope. similar to an exchange in crypto. So it's a similar thing. So that's why people say not your keys, not your crypto. Yep. If it's not in a, a wallet, your wallet in your wallet, your, your wallet. digital wallet, not on the exchange, but yep. in your wallet or your ledger, your hard storage, it's not yours. 
Facts. And that's and that's the danger. Because like with banks too, it's called fractional reserve banking. Mm. And which means like you you give me a hundred, all I'm required to is report fifteen dollars tonight. I could do whatever I want with the eighty five because by tomorrow I could bring it back. That's the game. And then the FDIC only insures what, like a quarter million of our money? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's what's happening. And it's like again, I let me borrow let me borrow this from you. Oh, I lost it. Now I can't pay you back. Bruh. And that's it. And that's that's what happened. And one of the dudes, uh, I can't remember his name, but the dude from Three L's, then he went, he ran off. Mm-hmm. And of course he, 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 he was acting like he missing. Yeah. But he still filed his paperwork to, to try to get some of that money. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's yeah, wild. so it's just one of those things where I recommend, you know, not financial advice, but I recommend that you have to educate yourself. You do. You gotta know where you are sending your money, basically, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's just that simple. But for me, like me personally, I buy it and I send it to myself. I don't even unless that's what I do. because I don't I don't have a strategy of flipping or just like trading like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to accumulate, you know, that's more and more coins. Strategy. So yeah. um, that's just me. Yeah. Now let's let's move on to NFTs. Oh yes, yes. Right. Um, what does what is an NFT? What does that mean, and, and why is it valuable? Oh man! So NFTs is is actually you got excited about <laughs> yeah, that one. Let's go! It's about to take over and also take over the world, right? Okay. okay. So uh, NFTs are they stand for non fungible tokens, right? right? Right. So we what we have to do is talk about fungibility. Fungible. Mm-hmm. Uh, one dollar is fungible, right? It's transferable. That's what that word means. One dollar is the same as one dollar. I can crinkle my dollar. I can have the dollar in four quarters or I can have a, I can write on my dollar still one dollar. Right. And NFTs is more like, let's say a Pokemon card, right? I got a foil Pokemon Charizard, right? If we want to go there and you have a foil Pokemon Charizard, but yours is crumpled or someone else's is crumpled and dirty and messed up. Do they have the same value? They don't. Right. My Jordan ones that are brand new out the box are more valuable than old dusty Jordans. That's just what it is. But dollars don't work that way. They're fungible. They could be a dusty dollar or a new dollar. We still going to accept a dollar. Right. And that's basically the difference of a non fungible token. An NFT is a unique digital asset that has its own identifiers. And it's usually one of one or mm. one of a group of, you know, NFTs. Right. Right. So NFTs, what, what, what the big use case right now is we see uh, JPEGs and PNGs as art. Yeah, oh, just it, pictures. Pictures, right? And uh, so then new use cases are coming. Like uh, I invest in a, a property on a company called Lofty AI. Mm. They use NFT to- technology to tokenize uh, houses. So, right, we take the house, we bust the house down to a thousand pieces. Mm. We sell those pieces off. And we all have NFTs, and that represents our house. Oh, so you like a physical house or physical house? Yeah. So it's basically so it's like crowdfunding. It's like all of us put our money up, but we do it via NFT, and then we buy this house. And the EFT is NFT. The the it's on it's blockchain technology, so anyone can view. Anyone knows? Yep. You can you can view it. Uh, you can see like when the transactions are happening, mm-hmm. and, and and also the thing with uh, crypto and digital wallets is like you don't have to dox yourself. People don't actually have to know what it is, but if you go hard enough, you can figure out who's controlling something mm-hmm. depending on the volume and stuff like that. So like someone like famous, right? Say like Snoop's digital wallet, mm-hmm. we know who it is, even if he changes name to Da Vinci or some shit, we right. know who it is because, because it's people, on it's on the blockchain. Like yeah. so, you will see. Uh, you know, 
if you you'll just see someone doing something maybe on Twitter or whatever, if they're big enough, you can see what they're doing basically. Yeah. You can track them. Okay. But that but anyways, with NFTs, yeah, it's a it's a technology that could be used for intellectual property, for tokenizing things. It could be used for art. It's uh they used it in I think Colombia for COVID passes. Mm-hmm. So they're they're gonna be using it for house deeds. You can use it for so many different things. That's uh, awesome. And like Nigeria, for example, uh they're gonna be working with Algorand. We'll talk about Algorand more. Yeah, before, for sure. Yep. But they're working with Algorand uh, to for intellectual property rights and stuff. So they're going to mm. be using NFTs. They're going to be using digital wallets to help them have sovereignty, basically. That's hard. But uh, this is happening. Yeah. One, one of the things, one of the um, explanations I heard about NFTs that really just, like, struck a chord with me was um, it talked about for artists, like like Basquiat, for example, his, his art is selling for millions, like, each piece. But whatever he sold it for back in the nineties mm-hmm. or whenever he, you know what I mean, like yeah. he or the eight, that's all he got. But if he it was, was a, yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. And so, um, but if he had NFT technology, every time it's sold, one you can verify that this is a real Basquiat because yep. there's a lot of fake Basquiat's yep. out there. Yep. So you can verify that it's real. And every time it's resold, there's like a royalty rate yes. that he can get or that any artist can get. On their art that sells facts, the, and so the secondary market crazy, crazy. Yeah, because yeah, and and that's the thing too, oh, man. So it's it's good because yeah. like, excuse me, like for example, yeah, in Ethereum is basically definitely what you're referring to. That's the biggest one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time you you mint it art, you sell it for whatever you sell it for. Yeah, that next person then say, I love it. Now I'm tired of it. I'm gonna sell it, or I'm making a flip, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a two x. They get five percent or whatever. How, how you ever you set it up? Three, right. five, ten percent of right. every sale in perpetuity. Never stops. Never stops. Always as long as people you. want it, you get. It goes to the original creator's wallet, and you can just see it on the blockchain. It'll say usually they'll say configuration like creation, yeah. you know, and then yeah. from there it'll be like a sale or a transfer. And then everything there will be like oh royalties, 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 and it will always shoot back. It's so, going straight to the wallet. Oh, you don't have to do nothing. It just. It's on autopilot. It's on autopilot, yeah. That's beautiful. So that's like um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, right? He got mm-hmm. his thing, V-Friends, and then like he did like a million on on the back end based on the royalties. That's like he sold it at first, and you yeah. know what I mean? It was, oh, shit. But worked. then the whole community just started sold selling it. them amongst themselves. So and every cut, royalties. he get 5% of everything every that moves sale. every time. Wow, that's and, amazing. And that's why it's... Uh, like game changer. Like I, I invested in a little pump song, right? With mm-hmm. Soldier Boy featuring Lil Pump or Lil Pump featuring Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. And it's in a, it's an NFT. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna get royalties from streaming from them. So us and the other investors who like crowdfund, yeah. we bought this NFT of an artist. Now you know it's connected to Spotify and all that. They 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 collect all the money and then they bust it down and send it to all the owners. That's crazy. That's NFTs. That's crazy. So now the fans can Profit off of their favorite artists. Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's there. Uh, the the use cases, is, it's amazing. It's, it's just getting started. Yeah, and it's like it just it's it's based on your imagination and how what you can pull off. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's let's get into Algorand. Oh yeah. So once again, you're an Algorand ambassador. Yes. Um, tell folks what is Algorand and, and why is it significant and why did you choose them? Okay. So, for one. It goes down to like, you know, so the, to how the game started, it goes Bitcoin is number one, mm-hmm. then Ethereum is number two, then and it's kind of like everything else, right? Right, right. So what happened was, is that uh, uh, Silvio Macaulay is this Italian uh, cryptographer, right, out of Boston. He founded Algorand. 
but his work of cryptography, he he won, uh, you know, uh, the cryptography awards. It's like winning the Pulitzer Prize and, and all that type of shit. So he founded Algorand, but Algorand, uh, the stuff that he, like, you know, founded Algorand on years ago, the people that made Bitcoin, like Satoshi referenced his stuff in his white papers, this mm -hmm. guy. Like, so he's like a godfather, grandfather of cryptography. Wow. Um, so learning about this dude, I was like, okay, he, he on point, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but beyond that, like, so if I send down, this is where it gets fun. So if I send you a transaction on Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say it'll take you eight minutes, five minutes on average. If I send you on Ethereum, right? It could take you, let's say, eight to 10 minutes on average. That's slow to me. Right. Algorand's finality is 4.4 seconds. Jeez. Four seconds. So- you know, I do some coaching with a guy out in uh, um, Denmark, right? Mm -hmm. Send me the money. Oh, four seconds, <laughs> right? I was doing coaching with a guy in Canada out in Toronto area. Yeah. Send me the money. He didn't have his wallet set up. And I'm like, hey, bro, that's what the whole point of it is. And he had to do a bank transfer. Four days later, I'm sitting here. Oh like, you know God. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so even so with Bitcoin, then we'll go back to Bitcoin again. Uh, depending on the market, the fees could be a few dollars. Mm -hmm. A few dollars not bad. You're moving a couple hundred. Okay, you... Three four dollars. Ethereum, depending on the vault, like depending on if if there's a new project on OpenSea, if the NFT is moving, it's what they call congestion, where mm. it's like so many transactions happening at once that to get your transaction to move the gas fee or what we use, just like a car to right. transport these assets, yeah. it could go up to a hundred dollars mm -hmm. on Ethereum on a bad day. A good day, five six dollars. That we call that bad. Algorand point zero zero one. Mm. algo so it's like less than one tenth of a cent yeah so you can move your money in four seconds for essentially for free and the best part is carbon neutral carbon negative right it's built and based upon that bro that sounds amazing like why is it so why is why is that like not the preeminent you know um crypto next to ethereum because um i want to say outside of the stable coins yeah, and we don't have enough time to get into stable coins, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. essentially outside of the stable coins, there's, um, ADA or Cardano, ADA, Cardano XRP Solana, and Solana XRP. Why uh, are they BNB? Yeah. BNB, of course they're, they're in exchange. So BNB token. So yep. why is Algo not up there? Cause that sounds like the most efficient. It thing. is. And yeah. I know how, how like the gas fees, um, with Ethereum and also like the the amount of energy that it takes to mine a Bitcoin, yeah, you know, of work, yeah, all of that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'll say this: this is this is like I, I can't fully get that answer, but I do know they had a bad launch of their token. Okay. That was one thing I think that affected the the initial the initial uh, launching was a bad that right there. And then number two uh, was it called Metcalf's Law or whatever, right? So where people are at is where people go. So. Uh, JP Morgan, the big banks, Ethereum was the one that invented layer one technology in the sense of like smart contracts, mm. right? It, they eliminated middlemans. Bitcoin has one sole purpose. It is to be money. And that's what you do with Bitcoin. That's it's money, it. okay. right? Okay. Ethereum is, I, I like the example of like, okay, uh, Shopify, right? Ethereum's Shopify because it's like it's built upon the internet, mm -hmm. right? But it allows us to build things on it too. So my Black right. Love Hat store is on uh, Shopify, right? Okay, okay. That's what the the layer ones are. That's what. But Algorand, since they came later, like even like Cardano, they Cardano came after Ethereum too. But mm -hmm. the so we call these like Gen three blockchains. They learn from Bitcoin, Gen one, mm -hmm. Gen two is Ethereum. Mm -hmm. 
Because there's a thing called the blockchain trilemma that they say you can't solve, and Silvio solved it. It's called security, because Ethereum is very secure. Bitcoin's the most secure, mm-hmm. right? And then you got scalability. Can we do thousands of transactions? Is this enough for 4 billion people to use, mm. right? And then it goes uh, security, de- uh, decentralization. Yeah. Where, where are the nodes or the servers? Are they on every continent all around the world? Can anybody operate one, right? Algorand is that blockchain for that reason, basically, because you're like, okay, it, proof of work, it's a proof of stake. Like, we're meaning as in, if you have one algo, right, just in your wallet, you can participate in what they call consensus and help verify a transaction and block without mm-hmm. your knowledge. Mm-hmm. With Ethereum, you basically got to be rich to have a miner, even Bitcoin. Like mining machines are expensive now, right? Oh, you yeah. know, oh yeah. And so it's this, so it's like that. And at the end of the day, I used every blockchain, yeah. right? If you think about Solana, Solana crashes. Like you could literally, it would be down for eight hours sometimes. Yeah, no, I like hear about this that year. A lot. It crashed like thirty times. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna run an application that may or may not work? If it's the, not the, like it's like it's oh, not sustainable. Not sustainable. So yeah. Ethereum, if you are uh, rich, we'll say. You can spend a hundred dollars, thirty dollars a transaction, mm-hmm. but what if you got to make twenty five transactions today, mm. right? So that's the the reasons why I love Algorand, and and, and basically, it's, it's easy to use. It has, my opinion, more real world applications being built that you can use. Uh, it's good for the environment, mm-hmm. um, and it, it just works better. It has it three hey, years straight and has never shut down. You selling me, bro? Because <laughs> because on Exodus, uh, there's a there's a yield of like eight percent. Yeah, yeah. Like they trying to recruit. I'm like, yo, why are they get? Because honestly, I I get thrown off by the yield. Like, I'm, so Car- Cardano is like four point nine. Yeah, Algorand is about seven point nine. I'm like, why? Why are they giving away? You know what I mean? Like, it's what. They, so Algorand right now got this program called Aeneas. It's like some Greek word, right? Yeah. But is what they're doing is bootstrapping with liquidity. So they're okay. so so what they're doing. This is how I found Algorand. It was, I was on Coinbase doing Coinbase Learn, yeah. and then you know passive income network, right? So I'm like passive income. I'm thinking about passive income, and I was right. like, wait, six percent? And I was it was that, and I was like, what the hell is this? Right. I saw Cosmos, and I saw. Oh, and we all saw Cosmos and got excited. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I just love the name. So I saw Cosmos. Uh, they they give me like. 18% on which one call it on, yeah, on exactly. Exodus. That's why I was on there too. Yeah. So, but I saw that and I was like, damn, that's a passive income play. Then I was like, what is going on? Then I researched, research, and I was like, let me test it. And I tested and I was like, oh, this is smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about z- basically zero gas fees. I started with Ethereum just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. On, you know, so yeah, next level, basically. Yeah. So, is Algorand a, a layer what? One. Layer one. And Ethereum is layer one. So you so it's the same thing as is is this is basically it's an ecosystem? That you yes, can build it, on. basically Algorand is what Ethereum wants to be. Sheesh. Unfortunately, Sheesh. Like, everything is a as an ERC and and tell people what is an ERC twenty token like so, when it comes to yep. tokenomics and okay. cryptocurrency. Yep. So uh, ERC twenty right. So it's a standard of a token right. Mm-hmm. So a coin runs the blockchain. Like Bitcoin is the coin and. It pays for its gas fees. You do Bitcoin on Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Ethereum is the what you pay gas fees for and, and do transactions with. So you need Ethereum. And an uh, ERC-20 is like, for example, a token which that you build. Anybody can make a token. Right. Also, you just configure it and it's boom and it mints. Right. So, but to move something, you create it like an NFT or a token, uh, you need Ethereum's gas fee. So 
Decentraland and like things like that, mm-hmm. uh, Nexo token, all those are Ethereum tokens. They were mm-hmm. built upon Ethereum, meaning if you want to use them, you also got to hold Ethereum. And so Algorand people, is not an ERC-20. Algorand's an Algorand. It's an Algorand. It's its own blockchain, right? That's, that's so in what their standard is called is Algorand Standard Asset. Okay. It's ASA. Okay. So if you so people that build NFTs on there, they drop tokens like um thinking like headline, opulence, yieldly, all these uh, whatever else is on there, right? Or even stable coins, USDC. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to use Algorand to send the transaction. All right. So the layer ones are Ethereum, Algorand, Solana, Cardano, Solana, yeah, Cardano, Polkadot, Polkadot uh, BNB, um, XDC, IOTA. Uh, what about like Elrond? Um, what about in the in the top thirty? Like that's uh, what I'm naming right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 um, man, what's the what's the other one, bro? That uh, well, Cosmos <sighs> is a layer one. Um, polka dot. Yeah, we can pull that up, bro. Yeah. I'm it, yeah. there's, uh, there's so many. There's there's one in my mind. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it though. We gonna find it. It's like number nine or number ten. Um, well, even you know, even Dogecoin is a layer one. Really? Yeah. Stellar, Stellar Luna, or yeah, Stellar XLM. What is it? Polygon. Oh yeah, yeah. Polygon. Is that a, is that a layer one? Yeah. Okay. Polygon's a layer. So one. essentially, in, in well, Avalanche, actually, Avalanche? actually, Avax. I think Polygon's a layer two. It's a layer two. Yeah. Okay. It's like built upon Ethereum to make That's it faster because Ethereum need things to build upon it to scale it and do all zk rollups and all this technical right, stuff. Right. Right. So, not to get too nerdy for y'all, because I know y'all like, what the hell? All right, they, they're going too far. Yeah. Uh, but once again, for my own personal clarity, so yep. the layer ones are essentially in competition with each other for other people to build. Essentially. Yeah, build on top of them and utilize the, mm-hmm. the ecosystem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because because like this is how, like what Silvio talked about. He has it go watch him at the SALT conference in Bahamas, right? But Silvio McCauley. But what he's talking about is like, so Algorand's purpose is to be a transactional blockchain. That's mm-hmm. his purpose, and that's what it does best, right? Mm-hmm. Other blockchains can have their own purpose. Mm-hmm. So what we see is a multi-chain world where, let's say, eight to 12 chains that the whole world is going to use. Right. We just want Algorand to be one. And so, as you're as you're talking, I'm thinking like Visa, Mastercard, American Express, Discover. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like they they all multiple, do. Yep. Yeah, there's more than one. Like there's like ten you, credit card companies. They all yeah. lit. And you don't have to just stick with one. Well, shit, we got Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank. We got a plethora and, and, of and credit we, and we got the banks. Yeah. Yeah, we got so there's like 12, 15 banks. Right. Um. So it's gonna be the same thing with blockchains. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be the same thing. Wow. And you know. And it, it is like just different utilities. Like right now, if you're a rich celebrity millionaire, you kind of have to use Ethereum. Because mm-hmm. Ethereum has more volume and liquidity. Mm. Uh, $200 billion crypto market cap, right? Yeah. And Algorand right now is like at $5 billion or something, like two two to $5 billion. Mm-hmm. That's not that much. Right. It's not that much, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. So is basically then the whole crypto market is less than one trillion right now. At the highest it was three trillion. Right. Apple alone is three trillion. So it's like all of the space need more growth. But what I'm seeing is like what I was telling you off camera, it's about stocking the market and being ready. That's why I said I don't even care that I'm down now because I'm, this is I'm looking at seven to ten years from now, what is this gonna be? And I'm I'm I have faith. I don't really know, but I have faith that this is going to expand similar to the way that the internet yes. has expanded and 
people's utilization of Google and Amazon and all of that. Yahoo. All yeah, that 10, shit. 15 years ago, it was something. But now... Bro, remember, okay, we was like in high school, it was like, you got you got MySpace. Right, right, like, right. But it, like, MySpace passed, but mm -hmm. we still got Facebook. Social media is here. It's still here. It's here. It's still and, here. And it's not going nowhere. Now, yeah. the TikTok took over. Like, so it is always, you know, and that's what, what I see, too, is like, like the internet again we we had the internet you got to plug into the wall you got to dial up we just got <laughs> wi-fi now right right it's still right. the internet still the internet so yeah. and and with blockchain it's like again it's a it's a uh the third they call it web three yeah it's a third iteration of basically mm -hmm. technology and all blockchain is is financial technology mm -hmm. it's like even dollars it's it's like if you read um read the bitcoin standard right we used to use uh, different Africa. We use gold. We use shells. We use rare things. Mm -hmm. uh, what's more rare now is not dollar bills because you can just go literally just print them. That's not rare now. Yeah, you know, was doing over the pandemic. Oh, was God, yeah, money quantitative right. easing, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't like so like even like Algorand right now. They're they're the limit of coins that can forever be out is capped at ten billion. Mm -hmm. So there will never be more than ten billion. Right. right? Even Ethereum doesn't really have a cap, and that's also something that people don't like to talk about too much. Like, mm. so they can Vitalik and them could kind of essentially print more, right? Mm. So I like the coins that have caps. I like the coins. We're really, again, Algorand's like, what is the utility and usage of it? How do I feel using it? Do I am I nervous, or can I wait four seconds and mm. I know if my guy got what I needed to send him or not? Or if, like I said, I'm using uh, decentralized finance, right? And this is, again. Uh, ways to bank yourself so you can go to a platform for example like algofi right and it's so i can earn yields on my my stable coins i can swap currencies i can uh borrow and lend which i think is huge so mm -hmm. i do it all the time like if i go to the bank i have to prove my w2 i have to prove my soul <laughs> to them right <laughs> and so on uh with like this platform algofi there's a whole bunch too but you then Put your money up, your collateral, right? So it's not extra, but you can then borrow against yourself. So, okay, let me put my algos there because I don't want to sell them. I just need some cash to do a little flip I'm trying to do. That's what I do. Mm. So that's a use case that, you know, like like my guys, my guy Kingsley. Shout out to Kingsley out in Nigeria. But mm. these cats, a lot of them, they ain't all in Legos, and they all can't just go to the bank. Right, right. Like right. how he say he got to get the money out is crazy. Mm. right? But I'm like... If you just can, if we can get this going where I accept USDC or Algo for my service, we don't need the banks no more. And we hey, no, and we just kind of went around taxes because those transactions are only getting tracked on centralized exchanges, what's coming in and out. Mm. So if you buy and we keep it in the crypto space and we're sending it to each other, what the bank going to say or what the IRS going to say? Mm. They're gonna say, "Well, you send a thousand transactions on my digital wallet." How, like, come on now, hey man, you they 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 they, they listening, they watching, <laughs> they know, man. Hey, hold I, on, man, you might keep know. that up under your your black love hat, man. Keep that man. close to you, bro. But that, that's but no, nah, that's that's real, that's real. But that's what the people need to understand, and not saying avoid taxes. I pay my taxes. Don't come after me. Oh yeah, I, I pay my taxes I'll too. Pay, I pay more than yeah. I should pay. But it's a thing where it's like, no, nah, but I, I get it, bro. Like it's just permissionless. It's bankless. Yeah. This is what, look, this is between me and you. Boom. That's what it's supposed to be. That's, That's what it. the dollar represents. Let's keep it simple. It's, it's, the dollar is supposed Medium to give exchange. us 
Yes, that's it. Medium exchange, and it's supposed to give us what's the word? Anonymity, or I think that's the right oh, word. Anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be secret. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. And that's what the dollar is supposed to be like. You're supposed mm-hmm. to spend it, and no one's supposed to be tracking your ass. Right. So they tax us before and they tax us after. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that's why I, I, another reason why I love, love the crypto. And again, I invest in stocks, I hold cash. Oh, yeah. And I love crypto. So I'm yeah. not like, I don't knock no asset class. I'll, I'll, I'll trade. Right. You don't, you don't want to have all crypto you don't want no, to you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket so. no no you yeah. want to you know so i'm learning the game like you want to have a business you know if you got a job still have a side hustle for have sure some crypto yeah have uh your stocks do your life insurances 401k you got to have the Mul- whole thing. multiple streams yeah and sure. it's like but for me crypto is a life-changing technology yeah it is period it is man that's a fact yeah um one last thing before we yep. get into the rapid fire, man. Oh yeah, there was a big move. Yep. Um, for Algorand not too long ago, and I seen this, and honestly, when I seen this, it was the FIFA. Nah. Oh no, a different I don't even know about that. Oh, okay. But when I seen this, I was like, "Yo, it's overdue." I need to talk to Chris, bro. So, um, I was like, "Oh, so it was." Former managing director at J.P. Morgan in 21 years with a 21-year 20, tenure. His name is Eric Raggy or Rage or something yep. like that. He joined the Algorand Blockchain Project as head of business development yep. and capital markets. Yep. And then there was a in that article with some other folks from J.P. Morgan yeah. that were leaving. Citibank, too. Yeah, they're yep. leaving there, and they're all hopping on. Shout out to Stacy. Yeah, she, Bro, uh, they're yeah. hopping on crypto projects. Yeah. So tell me about that move. As far as the the brother that that even came to- even Cardano's chief technology officer just went to Algorand, right? Really? Yeah. So they even got him. But so what's happening is this, right? It's yeah, kind of like what I'm saying. It's, there's, there's, it's a new market. So, and, and you know, so like Algorand is also their headquarters. The American one is based at MIT Boston, and these mm. are the same people like Gary Gensler and all the people that know about it in the. Uh, in the government. So they're yeah. aware and, and they loving it. Right. So bankers but are they on in the news. They're making it seem like they hate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you, you listen to Jamie diamond. He's not crypto, but he's, he, Oh, here you go to my rich clients. Yeah. He yeah. don't know crypto. And that's, that's so it's just, a, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a trick, but anyways, yeah. So they're, they're hopping shit because they're seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. They're like, okay, this technology is better. It's more useful. It's, it's better for the environment. I can go tell somebody, about it and feel confident, right? Mm. And so then the bankers are like, if we hop in this space, what we're doing is bringing liquidity because of all of our connections in the trade fi, the global traditional finance system. So they have years of experience and connections. Mm. And then they seeing that they can take this platform and this blockchain and make it bigger and grow, which means what I mean by liquidity, more money comes into it, which makes it more useful. And what we all see is the scalability part, like why they can't do this with Solana because it will shut down, right? (laughs) Real talk. And not even gassing, it's just the facts. Uh, But so that's what they're doing. So they got a new CEO, right? Shout out to Sean Lee. He was the last CEO, cool cat. But the lady Stacy is plugged in with global banking and international. So what she doing is bringing in those type of people you name. She's cleaning house in a sense, and she's bringing in bigger people with better experience. Yes, we all know some of them didn't do well at Goldman Sachs, but they do have the information experience to make this bigger. And then they can go up easier to our governments because they're already in bed with them in a sense and like, let's do this. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. Like, you know, at the end of the day, the the best horses are going to 
you know, rise up. And that's mm. what's happening. Man, that's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's exciting. Stuff. It's, it's exciting. No doubt. Yeah. All right, man, let's wrap it up. Get into yep. this rapid yep. fire. Let's do it. Uh, as rapid as possible. Basically, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Don't have to be the best answer. Just the first thing that comes to your mind, bro. Yep. Uh, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Honestly, I wanted to be a chef. Mm. Yeah, Dang. random. Yeah. How 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 old were you when you knew that you wanted to be a chef? Bro, maybe eight to ten, something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. You still whipping it up in the kitchen? What you? Nah. No. Nope. I don't. I don't <laughs> to cook anymore. I got married, bro. I don't know how to do nothing. Oh, anymore. come on. Some of the man. household things, I'm like, I'm, I'm like messed up now. Man. And my dad was a great barbecue and cook and all that. So yeah. I honestly, I never developed my cooking skills. I know mm. how to throw down, but. It's in you though, bro. It's in, it's in me, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my my family it barbecued everything. So. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Um, best advice you've ever received? I'm like, do you? Mm. <laughs> I don't know who said it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But do you? Um, mm. And I firmly believe it because you know, honestly, I was like being in Portland too. People be like, oh, you do too much. You do this. I'm like, I don't care what y'all say. Mm. I'm a still rap. I'm going to still teach. I'm going to still do anything that I want to do that make me feel good. I do it, and I literally don't care because I'm not doing that malicious or vicious to anybody. Right. So, And that's what life, life, life is too short to not do what you're interested in. Yes. So, yeah. 100%. Please. Exactly. Worst advice you've ever received? Buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Basic, Somebody try to sell you yeah, something. Basically. Yeah. yeah. But no, worst advice, man. Uh <sighs> Man, the worst advice was to go to college for me. Dang. Yeah, I, I saw, so I, like, you know, I talk about this all the time. It's not for everybody. It was the worst advice for me was to mm -hmm. get student loans. Mm. So all the people, all of y'all, coaches, staff, all of <laughs> all y'all. All of y'all, I got man. beef, you know what I mean? You, you, <laughs> yeah. and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, so that was, the student loans was the worst thing I did. Yeah. yeah. Talking to a brother that's about to start my MBA program in the next 28 days. You bro. serious? Yeah. Damn, I was considering, I'm yeah, we'll talk more. Yeah, I be considering. Talk. Uh, I'm I'm gonna see. I already signed signed up for the loans. Yeah, you know I mean? it's it's not gonna be as bad as it it could have been. Mm -hmm. Um, half of it is is taken care of. So well, yeah. Shout out to you then too, because if you can get that. Yeah, no. If it would have been the full price, I'm like, no, no okay. way. Okay, we'll talk more because I might yeah. have to go get me an MBA. Then. Hey, bro, it's, it we gonna see. Yeah. We gonna see with okay. y'all. I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Um, most interesting person you've ever met. Yeah, most interesting person. That's a tough one. That is a tough That's one. That's a tough one. I, I ain't gonna lie, what popped in my head is people who already passed. <laughs> and I mm. haven't met them yet, but mm. I spend a lot of time with people that already passed in the sense of their work, their podcast, their arts, their yeah. books, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it would be someone who's not here. Mm. Who would that be? Tupac. Um, mm. A lot of people from the 1920s. Garvey and, uh, oh, man. you know... Uh, even like Wallace D. Waddle, some of these old white dudes got gang. Man. But, you know, Booker T. Washington and Ooh, stuff wait. like that. I spent a lot of time with those those books. Yeah, man. Garvey is, oh, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. My, my last son's, he has two middle names. One of his middle names is Mosiah. I love it. After Garvey. Marcus Mosiah. Yep. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's a fact. Yep. Um, Lakers or Blazers? Ah oh, man, I'm gonna say Blazers because of Portland. Bro, you thought a little bit too long about that. Bro. I'm, I'm judging you right now. What's going on, man? Right, the reason is come because on, bro. What's Blazers, the, what's... man, I love the Blazers, but they're they're never gonna win. <laughs> they will never but ever do. We got Dame it. though. Dame is Dame here, is man. now on his way out. <laughs> if I was Dame, I'll go to Brooklyn or something. I'll go anywhere because the oh, reason is man. like they already got rid of McCollum. He was on the nicest I've ever seen do other than uh, in Portland, other than uh, really. Yeah, See, but I, I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, 
I would say, I, but the reason is because it's not built for winning. I know that they have a thing. They do not want Portland to win because it's a number yeah. two market and it's not a number one yet. Yeah. So we ain't ready. They won't win. I love Dillard or Lillard too. He's he, he's <sighs> he's great, but as soon as he goes to any other team, he's gonna probably get MVP or win. So shout out to uh, Lillard. He got bars too. Come on, man. But we gotta I, we, we gotta believe, man. I ain't got no. I, love, I just you well, know. As as long as you didn't say Lakers, man. No, no, no. I'm not sorry. a fan of Lakers either. I don't right, like cool, the Lakers. Cool, 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 cool. But I had to think about it because I was like, oh, Kobe. I like Kobe. You know what I mean? But at that time, I was like, man, f Kobe. You know what I mean? <laughs> In hindsight, I love Kobe. Of course, man. Of course, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't say f Kobe, but I didn't like him. I'm I not didn't. Lie. I didn't like. I'm him. not gonna lie. No, I, I was saying because, because always lost I didn't Kobe. like Jordan either. Cause when Jordan hit all them threes on Portland, he did this. I was like, man, this man, come on, bro. Like you, you killing me right now. You know, yeah. Killing my childhood. <laughs> yeah. I wanted the Blazers to win that year, but yeah. we ran into Jordan like a lot of the. No, like it's, I, you know, Lil or Rasheed Wallace and all. I used to love. All oh, them. love Rasheed. That was my favorite. Oh, yeah. like squad. You oh know yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. But yeah, it'd you know, be like that. Man. Yeah. But so shout out to the Blazers. We got Dame, no, bro. You got. I, lo- I like Dame. Come on, man. All right. Um, Simons too, I like Simons. He is nice. He's he is nice. nice. He's a little or uh, Colum's replacement, you know. Mm-hmm. So this this might be a tough one. If you could only hold one of these cryptos until twenty thirty, which one would you choose? Bitcoin. Dang, bro, I couldn't even spit it out. <laughs> I couldn't even spit. Go ahead. <laughs> Bitcoin. Yeah. Ethereum or Cardano. Bitcoin. All right. Why Bitcoin? It's the OG. It's the right. it's the institutional coin. Mm, it's the most accepted. Has the biggest market cap. And one thing I am learning too, man. I'm not gonna argue with history, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's been number one for since it's been out the last 12, 13 years. There is no market without Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin is cryptocurrency. It is. It is the market. if it goes up, it's like the S and P five hundred. If it goes yeah. up, everything's up. Everything yeah. goes down. It goes down. That's you can right. get different X's between those things, right. but yeah. Bitcoin for sure for that reason. That's a fact. Yeah. All right, let me make it harder. All right. So But I love Algorand, I love Ethereum, you know what I mean? But I'll okay. have to go with the OG. Um if it was out of ooh, I'm gonna go Decentraland, Sandbox, mm. or uh what's another Gala. one in it? Huh? Gala gaming, Gala. Or uh uh Ave, you know about Ave? Yeah, I know about Ave. I'm 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 thinking the Centerland. Really? Yeah, because that was one of the ones I got in too. Excuse me, I thought it was gonna make me rich. Like, mm. I mean, I sold too early, and then it went up to like eighty eight cent or whatever. But nah, but I like. Oh, you what? When did you get in, oh, bro? Was, when it first came out, huh? Something like that. Yeah, Dang. I, I did make some money on it, not as much as I should have. Bro, it went up to like five. I know. That's, That's why I was like, anyway, early. Yeah, but. Yeah, you know how it be sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I got I, bought I, Bitcoin originally in 2017, and I, you know, I sold it. I didn't know what it was. I yeah, bought it, yeah. and sold it. I was like, right, I don't right. know what I'm doing. Some dude was trying to put me on the crypto. Yeah, I was confused, yeah. um, but I had to double back. But yeah, Decentraland because, uh, like, you ever use it, right? You ever go up in there? I haven't. I heard. I've heard like so it's many pop. There's there's a lot of use case for it. Yeah, that's all I know. It's popping. I had a dude. He worked at Intel. He was telling me all the things you could do on like. People are doing right now, like they on there right now. You wear like a like if you if you own the clothes. like an NFT club, and then you can go play poker. Yeah, and, or or you can give somebody your your shirt, and they can play poker for you, and their winnings 
go back to you because they're wearing your shirt because yeah. you got to wear a certain it, shirt. It's crazy. In there. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like like they doing like I didn't I performed it at, in a metaverse concert before. Not on not on uh, that one in particular, but that's happening too. And I was like, this is blowing my mind. I'm performing in a metaverse. Like yeah. I did this a few months back, but yeah, Decentraland is lit. Like, Bro, I'm still buying Decentraland. Even this under a dollar, I don't care. Like, I think that one's gonna be a good long yeah. term. I honestly. think when the metaverse stuff really starts popping off, mm -hmm. yeah, it's gonna yeah. be there. But definitely Decentraland. Man. Yeah. Uh, shit, let me ask you a question. What's up? What's up, man? Yeah, what, like, so what's your favorite cryptos? What, you know, which one you think uh, that you would love out of you know the threes you talking about? Bitcoin, Ethereum. Uh, who'd you? What'd you name? Ada. Ada. What? What you loving out those? Honestly, bro, um, Ethereum. Ethereum? Yeah, I think I Ethereum you. because even though I think Bitcoin is safer. That's, yep. But I'm a risk taker. You want more X on that? Uh, yeah. I think and Ethereum. so I think Ethereum is, I think Bitcoin is like Microsoft mm -hmm. or maybe maybe Yahoo. Nah, nah maybe, maybe more like Microsoft. And then Ethereum is like Apple. Mm. And so Microsoft ain't nothing Microsoft, wrong with Microsoft, bro. That's a solid host. Solid. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna move the way that you want it to, but yeah. you're never gonna lose on Microsoft. No, nah, But Apple, it. if you get in, if you anybody that got in on Apple early, or or it might be more like a Google, because it, it just seems like the foundation. Like I said, I've been learning a little bit, so mm -hmm. the ER, I see so many cryptos, and I look at them, look at the details. ERC twenty token. Oh, it's the it's the it's so yeah, it's, it's like if actually if the number whole, two. Yeah, so it's like if all of most of cryptocurrencies are built on ethereum. on ethereum then it ha it can only go up facts right but facts. of course you know bitcoin is number one because of there's only like 21 million or something yes, like that it is, yes it's way more <clears throat> established too yeah that that, that part but yeah i, I would know they don't be forking like ethereum be having upgrade problems yeah and, and the gas fee so like ethereum could actually obviously like get overtaken at some point in time yeah. but i think right now because it's, there's so much that rides on it like so much that's built on top of ethereum I they gotta prop it up yeah. like, I, this is where i'm at like not financial advice again but yeah. i think bitcoin ethereum algorand i'm like that's where i'm trying to build on. i'm not mad at that because it's like that top I, that's my you know third my altcoin like i'll right. choose that one over solana over cardano over mm -hmm. anything else yeah. other than kind of those two yeah based on what we just talked about word word yeah. that makes sense that makes sense if you had a um chance to take a dinner with uh, one of these three gentlemen, but you can only go dinner with one of them. One. Okay. Um, who would you choose and why? Jay Z, Master P, or Dame Dash? No, not the Dame, but definitely not Dame. Um, <laughs> definitely not. Nah, Dame, definitely not bro, Dame. what's going on, man? Dame is wild, but uh, <laughs> that's why he wild. But it's a tight one. Be damn, only one. So now outside of Jay Z and Master P, I know I love Jay Z too, but I'm gonna have to say Master P. I feel you. Yeah, he is my guy. I gotta say, Master P. He is my guy because I, I. Why is because this is why I like Master P. He he got the water company. He mm. got the grocery stores. He's you know he got the rap. He played ball. He has a good family and kids. He has like all the elements of things, and, and he's also more reachable in my mind than Jay Z mm. would be. Mm. Jay Z and I love his role and his position, but he's like to me super, super Hollywood and elitist. Yeah. And Master P, I feel like is way more down to earth, but yeah. he's a super, you know, mega boss in his own right. Oh, he yeah. got the bag, and you know, I like what he did overall. I like what he's doing. Yeah, me too. I'm because yeah, currently right now it's like 
I'll be following him on Instagram. He motivational. I can't get Jay Z to talk unless he with Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, I watched that too. That was an awkward conversation. Yeah, too. I, I, yeah, yeah. The way that Jay didn't dap him up, he kept giving him. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, yeah, he Kevin, was like, <laughs> Kevin was like, man, why, why are you doing this to me, man? Yeah, I like, I love Kevin Hart too, but, but Jay Z, he difficult. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's but, different. You know, his different. track record's amazing. All the same things, but I, I think Masterpiece is more down to earth. Yeah. I can dig that. Yeah, and I used you to wear know, Percy Mill. I wear all that when I was. I, I did used to too, shop at man. Mervin's. You know what I mean? So, bro, yeah, bro. You remember Mr. Rags in the in the Lloyd Center? Nah, it was downstairs by the uh, Mr. Rags by the ice skating rink. Man, it was like the only urban, you know, hip hop clothing store down. There. Nah, nah, they had all the little no limit gear in there. Bro, yeah. I used to go in there every every weekend in eighth grade. And finally, <laughs> I I got a job. I was like, yes, I can get a, a No Limit T-shirt. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I used to love all that, man. Me like, too, man. Make them say, uh. All of that, You know bro. what I mean? All, all of, that. of that. Yeah. And, yeah, and they both like 50. Mm-hmm. So they both look good, too. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, But, yeah, they, but Dame, the way I know. The reason why I don't like Dame, because, <laughs> you know, this isn't one of my things, and this is a, a, a pet peeve of mine. It's like with Dame, I, if he would have gave more, because he gave game now. Yeah. If he would have gave game when he was on top of his game, I would have respected. He give game now that he fell from grace. Mm. And Jay-Z and Master P are still on top of their game. Yeah. And that's kind of my thing. Like, don't tell me. I saw, I believe in 50 cents, 10 bricks and all that. Like, don't tell mm. me about what you used to do. Mm. Talk to me about your wins right now. Mm. And those guys can tell us about right now. Yeah. Dame talk about when he was used to. And not yeah. saying he don't do things now. He got right, his right, network. Right. He got his shows. He do his things. He producing. But he not where he was when Dame was Dame. Right. So that's I can, my, I can understand that. I can yeah, because I'm like, man, don't tell me about what you used to do, bro. Yeah. Even, and you know, what are you doing today? Right. How did that work out? I can dig that. Yeah. I mean, Dame is one of them dudes, though. It's like when I listen to him talk, the energy. Oh, he's motivational. Motivational, bro. Yeah. Uh, inspirational. I just but. wish Dame would have said all that culture vulture stuff when he was with Lior. He he <sighs> said it after Lior, yeah. and I I don't like that type of stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh they oh they they giving us the wrap up music. All right. <laughs> yeah. So um uh, a few more questions. Yep. Three month fully financed sabbatical. Where are you going? I'm going to an island. One of my favorite places is Hawaii for mm. sure. That's where I, I go mostly. That's where my wife from. She she makes uh, Pacific Islander and white. You know what I mean? Word, word. Yeah. So we go out there a lot, but I'll probably be going to anything that's like Hawaii. Okay. I love Hawaii. Fire. If racism ended tonight, how do you think the world would change? Uh, you know, I think it would just go right back to black. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring Kimmit back. Yeah, meaning yeah. as in, like, we would be valued more than we are now. That's a fact. Yeah, and I mean, in particular, like, black Americans as well, because... I shout out to all that my people in Africa too, but they still look at us differently. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like if the wow. whole world was black, um, we would be more valued. Yeah. That's in my in my in my sense, you know. If you woke up tomorrow and you found out you that you hit the lottery for a hundred million dollars, how would you spend your time and your money from that day forward? Okay. Off the top, half of it is going to investments. Off the top. Okay. That's the first thing I'm doing. We buying fifty up, million in investments. Yeah, we buying up everything. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Know? But then, you know what well, honestly, it's like building institutions that mm-hmm. serve people. That's what I'll be mm-hmm. really doing, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I do I believe in, you know, empowering people. I love media and and, and um <clears throat> and those type of things. I would empower more people to tell them stories, to do their things. Mm-hmm. I would basically this is how I say I would do everything that I don't like that is around. So yeah. I have a program that helps 
helps the homeless. I have a program that helps the youth. I got. The, I'll have a program that helps the incarcerated. We helping people get homes. It, like that's what I would do. That's my real mission. It'll be all of these things, and then I would blow that shit up. Word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's all it'll be. Just empowerment, empowerment. Because racism hella bothers me. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, like you know, if you go down south or deal with some other people down south Portland black people we're all a little different because mm-hmm. we from the northwest we got a different accent mm-hmm. and all of these things I would just bring us more closer together yeah. and then build mm-hmm. we got a poverty issue like that's crazy that's real that's, real. that's beautiful bro. yeah uh, last question you won't be here to enjoy it but what message do you want communicated at your eulogy <sighs> hey, boy, he, he gave his all mm. <laughs> you know what I mean I, I think you know, I was I like to lead with kindness. So I'm a, I want them to know that I was kind. You know, I kept it 100 and real, and I did what I wanted to do. That's what I'm like. He he did what he wanted to do, basically. Mm. So that kind, good and good vibes. You know, he got good vibes. That's a fact. So that those would be the things: vibes, kindness, and he did what he wanted to do. And you know, when I have kids, he was an amazing father, husband, mm. and things of that nature. Beautiful. Um, that's where it's at. But definitely, I'm on a mission to empower and motivate. And educate. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, C. Will came to the Socks and Sandals podcast, man. He educated us, man. I appreciate you, oh, bro. Most definitely. Awesome, we gotta man. do this again too. Oh, come on, bro. You know what I'm come saying? On, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, man. So once again, uh, how can folks get a hold of you on the socials and whatnot? C. Will PDX S E A W I L L P D X for uh, Portland. So C. Will PDX. You can type that in on Google, Instagram, you know, Twitter. Um, YouTube Passive Income Network or you could just type in Passive Income Network that'll pop me up nice. but definitely if you do PDX at PDX, you'll find me follow my guy y'all y'all know what it is once again it's the Socks and Sandals podcast where economic elevation and spiritual cultivation converge and we unapologetically discuss our worldview highlight y'all next time grace and peace peace y'all yeah yeah that was dope bro that was bro. some fire yeah man yes sir <laughs> Yes, sir. Hey, my bad on the timing, bro. I know we would have been. I see why people be going for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's too easy. Oh it's man. Too easy.